Hi, I'm Avin, and this is the Salvation Engine Podcast, where we bring you the message about God's Word, His grace, and His goodness in a simple and direct way. The Bible says, faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. So please join me as I continue to share the gospel message about Jesus Christ, and let us hear the Word of God together. Welcome back to the Salvation Engine Podcast. Today we are talking about choosing love. How not to cause others to stumble or living to please others. The book of Romans chapter 13 verses 10 teaches us that love does no wrong to a brother. Therefore love is the fulfillment of the law. What do you do when you're at liberty to do something you know is right by you but it might offend a believer? cause them to question their faith or cause them to stumble. Now over the last two weeks we've been talking about stumbling. We looked at the stumbling stone who is Christ Jesus, rejected by the Israelites, received by the Gentiles. We read from the book of 2 Peter chapter 1 in which Peter instructs us on how we are to keep ourselves from stumbling, that is from suffering shipwreck in our faith. Today we look at a different aspect of stumbling and that is our responsibility in Christ not to make a brother or sister in Christ stumble. What does it mean not to make another to stumble? As we look through this chapter of Romans chapter 14, we find that we could make someone else to stumble when we, through our actions, place something in front of a believer that causes them to feel condemned before God. For example, when you know your fellow brother does not watch a certain TV program because of a certain moral principle they have chosen to uphold before God, but you insist on switching it on, or you know they've chosen not to partake of a certain type of food, but you insist on offering it or eating, partaking of it before them, by this we are putting a stumbling block in their path, causing them to question, to have doubts before God. I'm speaking about those values people have chosen as being sacred to them, between them and God. Not necessarily things like fasting or dieting when someone has chosen to abstain from a certain type of food. But when one has chosen that they are not going to do something because they feel like they are not allowed through faith, through their own faith in God to do it. When they've made that decision for us to then come and make them go against what they have chosen in their hearts to do, according to this passage that is causing someone to stumble. You know, scripture says that whatever is not done in faith is sin. Romans chapter 14 is where we find that intersection between love and righteousness. In many ways, this verse is written to the believer who has a strong faith or considers themselves to have a strong faith and how they are to conduct themselves amongst the weak. The instruction is that we are to have the same attitude of mind that Jesus had. The book of Romans chapter 15 verses 1 teaches us that we who are strong have an obligation to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. Let each of us please his neighbor for his good to build him up for Christ did not please himself. When you take a closer look at this text, you'll notice that the heart center of placing others' needs above our own helps us to avoid falling into pits of legalism and self-righteousness. 
these are such easy pits to fall into just think about it have you ever started like a new group or a team to accomplish any task the first thing we usually do is to establish the ground rules by which that group is going to conduct themselves for example we will meet every friday it's not long before that that those who are unable to make it on friday for whatever reason start to get persecuted or treated differently rules these are the foundations of every man-made religion it's so easy for the mature believer to go about making new rules as we go and wanting others to be part of those rules we can say things like we must all do this and this we must all eat this food or we must all not eat of a certain type of food we must all do this on that day we must all not do the other on the other day things that are in addition to what the Bible has established or things that we feel that we need to do before God. This is some of what Paul is addressing here in Romans chapter 14. As we know, it is impossible to walk in legalism and in love at the same time. Love is being fully resolved to do what is right irrespective of emotions and circumstances. While legalism is exactly in the opposite direction of that, legalism makes a show of doing what is right under a set of preconceived and established rules which is what the pharisees and the teachers of the law were always coming against jesus because he was healing on the sabbath they sought to maintain that observance of the law over the life of another human being jesus says to us unless your righteousness exceeds that of the pharisees you will in no way enter the kingdom of heaven paul here in the book of romans chapter 14 in verses 13 he says Make up your minds, be committed, be fully resolved, not to put a stumbling block or an obstacle in the way of a brother or a sister. We are all living for God, and whether we live or die, it is for Him. Our focus then should be on what the kingdom of God is really about, and this portion of scripture says that the kingdom of God is righteousness, it is peace, it is joy in the Holy Ghost and it is not eating and drinking. Anything that could cause another to stumble is not worth doing as it destroys the work of God. Don't drink or eat or do things that offend a fellow believer simply because they are okay to you. You have matured enough to understand that I'm at liberty to do this thing, but your fellow brother who's weak sees you doing it and it causes them to feel condemned before God and they stumble. To be a mature Christian is to be like Jesus, is to be a servant. It's not about how much we know, but it's about how much we serve, how much we are able to walk with the smallest person in our community, how much we're able to walk alongside the person with the weakest faith, how much we're able to love the most unlovely person, how much we're able to relate with the poorest of people, it's not a to make a show of our own strength. It's not about making a show of how much we know, how much we can do. All that is already in us and not by our own working, but by the power of God. Our only position, our heart posture should be that of a servant. That attitude of mind that Jesus held when he walked the earth. Son though he was, he did not consider it a privilege to take up the position of being God and walk amongst men as one having dominion over men. Jesus never dominated men. He dominated demons. He dominated disease, circumstances. 
but Jesus showed us the example that we should serve other people. We should be the kind of people that wash other people's feet. The book of 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verses 12 teaches us that some of us will say that I have liberty. It reads, all things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be dominated by anything. Food is meant for the stomach and the stomach for food and God will destroy both one and the other. Galatians chapter 5 verses 15 reads, You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not choose your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love, for the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. If you bite and devour each other, watch out or you will be destroyed by each other. It is enough that the student should be like their teacher but the student cannot be above their teacher. We really must come to the place of humbling ourselves again, walking in love again, walking in Christ's righteousness and not legalism, not causing a brother to stumble. It is better to love than to be right. When we endure suffering, choosing others above ourselves in small ways and big ways, love then becomes both the action and resulting fruit of our choices. That means we do not always have to speak our minds, even when we know we are right. But we can make an assessment of the impact of our words and actions and then choose love. Love is the food and the fuel by which the body of Jesus Christ grows. That's what Ephesians 4:15 says. It says, rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head into Christ, from whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped, when each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. Love does no harm to a brother. Love does not put a stumbling block before a brother. Love is the fulfillment of the law. There is so many things in our world today that look like love, but they are not the Christ's love that he demonstrated to us. We must always go back to the scriptures to understand how do I walk in love? What does true love look like? And we can only do this by maintaining fellowship with the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and His Word. Choose love. Thank you for listening to this message. If you've enjoyed hearing about God's goodness, please make sure to visit our website, www.salvationengine.com, where I share written messages from scripture and other news. In addition, is the Salvation Engine social media pages on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Simply type in Salvation Engine to find us. Have a great week. Until next time, be blessed.